Welcome to day two of Buns Take CES. It's January 7th. I'm Lexi Peary. And I'm Nick McCool. Today, some major companies held press conferences here at CES to present their latest products and updates. So today, we're going to touch on Toyota, Samsung, and Intel, just three of several of the companies that spoke today. We're also joined by multimedia and Instagram story extraordinaire, Aaron Ye. He's here with us as part of the Buns CES trip. Welcome, Aaron. Hello, everyone. Now, Aaron, you were a part of the Toyota press conference today. Tell us, Aaron, what is the biggest announcement that Toyota made today? It was definitely the testbed car, the TRIP4 model. We actually saw the car itself. It's a self-driving car with the Toyota Guardian system inside, and the outlook looks pretty much the same as Lexus 500H but what's different is inside and the camera sensor that was building on top of the car so when you get close to the car in the front side you can see two huge camera that is detecting the road condition in the front and couple side cameras that is detecting the distance between the next vehicle and the surrounding so did they say when we can expect to see these on the road this model is still in the test run and they hasn't started the test run yet but it will be on the test in this spring potentially we can see something similar or some technology that is applied into this model in early 2020 so i'm really looking forward to see that and also by the time they were they were introducing the car to the conference the car was driving itself up to the stage wow that's From, really cool yes that was really cool and i wish i could have the image to show you right now but this is the podcast so sorry not sorry so it looks like we'll be seeing autonomous vehicles and more safety features from toyota in the near future nick what did you see at samsung today well samsung had a number of different announcements and arrivals of new technology that they showcased today i would say that one of the highlights would be the new 8K high-definition television, the QLED 8K TV. A lot of letters there. It is probably one of the highest-definition televisions that will be on the market in 2019. 33 million pixels. It's actually developed with a processor that creates pixels and images within images that it showcases within images that it actually uses because the images are not a high enough resolution to display on the screen. Sounds like a lot of images. It sounds like a lot of images. It sounds like a lot of pixels too and it certainly is that. They also announced a trio of new laptops. Of course you have the notebook 9 Pro. They also mentioned the uh, the Notebook Pen, which is out as well, the Notebook 9 Pen, as well as the Notebook Odyssey, which is a new gaming laptop. So for all you gamers out there that will be following me because I'm actually covering gaming for BU News Service alongside AR and VR, we will get to that shortly. But that may be your new laptop from Samsung. 
In addition, they also announced new technology through their artificial intelligence service for the home called the Digital Cockpit. Now, this was something that was pretty cool. And essentially, it's a partnership with Harman. They work a lot with the interiors of cars and the car electronics, that kind of thing. What it is, is it's essentially an automotive application for artificial intelligence in that it can analyze traffic patterns. It can actually tell you if and how many parking spots are available at your destination. And it also monitors the driver using a camera system within the car to determine if the driver is sleepy, if they're about to doze off, what their external health vital signs are looking like, and can make some informed decisions about whether to get their attention again if they're dozing off, something like that. So that was a really important piece of technology that they unveiled today that I thought was pretty important. In addition to that, of course, they unveiled a new line of robots as well. The first two rhyme, they have Samsung Bot Care, Samsung Bot Air, (laughs) Samsung Bot Retail, and Samsung Gems. So I'll unpack these one at a time. Samsung Bot Care is a robot that allows you to take vitals. It allows you to monitor your own health and it creates a little bit of a health community between you and your friends and family. Whoever uses the robot device can also advise you on exercise plans, that kind of thing. Samsung Bot Air is actually similar to a device that you were talking about on yesterday's podcast. Measures pollution in the air, that kind of thing. Samsung Bot Retail is similar to, I'm not sure if you've seen in Microsoft, the little robot they have running around called Pepsi. Pepper. Oh, I haven't it seen sounds, that. It sounds pretty familiar, pretty similar to that. Uh, kind of, they, I believe they categorized it as streamlining the retail process, the process of buying and selling, that kind of thing. And then Samsung Gems appears to be some kind of a wearable. They said it kind of aids in mobility and that kind of thing, especially for folks who might have a little bit of hard time walking and getting around. So those were some of the major highlights from Samsung. Lexi, I know you went to Intel. What'd you find? Real quick, it seems like Samsung is covering a wide variety of technologies here. Yes. Now, there was a little bit of speculation as to whether or not they would release their new, basically the reply to the Apple 10, but we did not see that today. Yeah, that's that's cool. Intel, actually, which I spent part of the day at the press conference there, they were kind of fuzzy about the releases for a lot of their items, which I found interesting. Today, they announced six new Intel Core processors. These are set to roll out throughout the year, but again, didn't give specific dates really, or really quarters when they would be out. The company also demonstrated 10 nanometer chips, which they dubbed Ice Lake, and these should be seen in PCs sometime later this year, maybe, we'll see. Everything they did talk about, though, at the press conference was pretty technical, but the senior vice president of client computing group, Gregory Bryant, said Intel is working to create platforms that work more seamlessly across every form of technology, I guess. That's really what they're focused on. But again, it was pretty technical, very much about the nuts and bolts of software and computer and processors. And Intel was pretty ubiquitous in all of the laptops that Samsung had given. I know it's in the one that I use. So so Intel's a pretty major player in this in this area. But it's not one that gets a lot of play because it's it's not necessarily associated with these, you know, flashy smartphones or laptops or anything like that. It's more of a behind the scenes player in the tech field. For sure. They I think they struggled to 
demonstrate the newness of some of their products because of that, because it's very much in the inner workings of a lot of our technologies. But they did demonstrate it by bringing out an autonomous car. They also brought out a new Dell PC that is set to come out somewhat soon. And they also had two musicians create and loop music on the spot, which was pretty cool. And that's kind of how they demonstrated their new processors. Well, kudos to them for making that visual, because I'm not sure how much I would have been able to do with processors, but that was pretty impressive. For sure. But, okay, can I talk about my favorite part of the day real quick? Do you mean the processors weren't your favorite part of the day? Is that what you're telling me, Lexi? Those were up there, but I will say... Top three, maybe. Yeah, top three for sure. But Aaron and I actually enjoyed some delicious steak tartare, tacos, meatballs, but hold the meat. Nick's shaking his head at that comment. Shaking my head, folks. (laughs) So today, Impossible Foods presented their Impossible Burger 2.0. I know, I know. You might be wondering what food is doing at a tech conference, but according to founder and CEO Pat Brown, food is one of the oldest technologies out there. They're always working to improve and better what we're eating. This new burger looks and grills just like a normal burger, and that's exactly what the people at Impossible Burger are trying to do. I found it really interesting. I thought the food was delicious. After not having red meat for several months uh, in this vegetarian phase I'm in, the burgers were pretty delicious and juicy. I think Eric can agree. Think in general, it just tastes healthier. Cause, uh, well, yeah, it's all vegetables. No, not just that. <laughs> Okay, it has to. That has, was such an indignant no, it reply. It has the creamy and the general meat texture in it, but also the aftertaste just hand over in your mouth like forever, and you're actually enjoying the taste. What is the taste? It's like you're having the. Does the, it taste like meat? Does it taste like no, a no, taco? It's the combination of a meat taste and also a, the, the, the taco. Well, the taco is meat. To some degree. The taco shell, you mean. So it it tasted like meat. All I can say is, Nick, just hold on. Don't hold on to your judgment. I think this is going to become a lot bigger in the near future as people are more (laughs) environmentally conscious and conscious about what they're putting in their bodies. Absolutely. You know, I uh, I just took the liberty here of, of looking up the word technology on the Internet which as we know is a bastion of truth. And the, the top definition is the application of scientific knowledge for practical purposes. We can just cross that one right off. No. Machinery it, it, it was and very, equipment no, developed that was from exactly the application of is. technical knowledge. Excuse me. Unless you'd refer to this burger as machinery and or equipment, you can cross that one Let's off Let's talk well. about the first definition. And they used science to create these burgers. Anyways, yeah, mad science. We got to move on. So. Right, we will. We will agree to disagree on the what was it? Impossible foods. <laughs> anyway, tomorrow the show really kicks off. Yes, absolutely. the The CES floor is opened up to normal general admission viewers and visitors from all across the world. It's really one of the major observations I've had is just how diverse internationally the press has been because these past few days have been dominated by the press tomorrow the general public gets to take a look at the technology here and we have seen estimates it's going to be over 180,000 people visiting this conference over the next few days so it's about to get busy very busy very busy 
but BU News Service reporters will be venturing out into the crowds, finding out about all the newest and greatest technology out there. Real quick, we're gonna go through what other reporters on this trip are gonna be looking at, so you can check out our coverage at BUNewsService.com, also on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, a little bit of Facebook. Make sure you follow our uh, professor, Michelle Johnson, who is here with us on the ground in Las Vegas. She's been helping us all week, and she will continue to do so from here at CES. And her help has been invaluable. Certainly a shout-out to Professor Johnson, helping us out of many problems so far this week. Agreed, yes. As I mentioned, just to kick things off, Lexi, I will be covering gaming and augmented reality, virtual reality. You've also potentially heard of MR and XR, mixed reality, which is a combination of AR and VR, and then extended reality, which encompasses essentially all of the applications of AR and VR and any other potential reality you may possibly be able to imagine. And with gaming... There are a lot of applications for these things. I, um, to one of the uh, speakers from the Trends to Watch conference yesterday, before CES unveiled, and he had mentioned that he thinks that gaming is going to be one of the biggest applications of VR. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the show floor has in store for this technology. I'm excited to learn all about AR, VR, all of those R's. So I'll be looking into sustainability and green technology. I'll also be following the new resiliency exhibitors that are new to CES this year. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm curious, Lexi, what exactly does resiliency mean for some of the folks at home that may not know? Resiliency is how cities and people and companies are preparing for the worst, essentially, what they're doing for in terms of climate change, growing populations, growing urban populations, which leads to congestion, all that kind of thing. So we'll see how technology can help solve those problems. And Aaron, what are you going to be covering this week? So in the next two days, I'll be covering something about arts and culture, music, and environmental fashion, which is happening on Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to that. Tomorrow I'll be covering Spotify, and later tomorrow night I'll be covering the showstopper to find out what are the most or the top three to five most interesting that you should have missed in this year's CS show. I would say interesting is probably going to be an understatement. Aaron, Lexi, and I will join you there for our continuing coverage from CES Showstoppers. Looking forward to that over at the Win, one of the major, one of the several major convention areas of this conference alongside the Las Vegas Convention Center, the Sands, Mandalay Bay. It really is a citywide conference. To let you guys know who else we have here from BU News Service, we have Emma Goddard, who is following robotics and AI. Diego Marcano is here as well. He's looking into drones for us, be a new service. Connor Malbuff is covering television, streaming, and entertainment. Matt Niska is learning all about wearables and health at this conference. And our friend Dave Sebastian is looking into automotives, mobile, and trade as well. That's all we have for you today. So catch us tomorrow after a busy day with the first day of CES as well as Showstoppers. 
Yeah, we'll have likely another special guest, potentially even Matt. I tried to convince him to come on alongside Aaron tonight. He took a pass. Maybe we can convince him to come on the show tomorrow. At any rate, we'll join you for day three of Buns Takes CES, our podcast we do each night here in Las Vegas. We're covering the consumer electronics show for you, everyone back in Boston. And as always, make sure to follow us, first of all, on Twitter, because we are honing our live tweeting skills here in Vegas. At least I am. We're all trying to. We're all trying to. It's an effort. Listen, we're students, folks. We're still learning. But we're bringing it all to you live on Twitter, at BU News Service, hashtag BunsCES19. Have a great night, everybody. I'm Nick McCool. And I'm Lexi Ferry.